Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student-athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. The Spontaneous Express. Nevertheless, always the more. From the pool table to the kitchen floor. Next stop, Luda. <laughs> I like it too, baby. Let me put a little bit of excitement up in your lifestyle. You gotta know that times of the essence. I'm talking right now. Right now is on the clock radio. What's going on, everybody? In Tampa, Florida, and around the United States. It's another episode of you of your boys. Raul Lascano, my guy George Martinez here on April the 15th. Beautiful Thursday. We vibing today. We're chilling. Can't wait to get through it. George, what do we have on the agenda today, man? Man, we got some hot topics on there today. The Bucks sign yet another running back to the roster. We're going to talk about that. Edelman retires, allegedly, from the NFL. We're going to break down what's going to happen here in the future. Clowney is on his way to the Browns to join the star-studded Browns team. What impact is he going to have? Are they a contender now to the Chiefs? And then NBA playoff predictions, we're going to break down where the Lakers are, where other teams are, who can make noise out of the East or the West as we come down the stretch. Hang out with us, sit down with us, jam up, jam out with us. If you're in the car, you're on the clock, baby. Let's go. Luda. <laughs> I like it too, baby. Let me put a little bit of excitement up in your lifestyle. You gotta know that times of the essence. I'm talking right now. I can get get rid of that headache. Man, I had to replay it. I had to start it back from the beginning. I just like that that part of the song. It's, it's a great song. It is, man. Jamie Foxx knew what he was doing. He, you know, people might yeah. clown it, but he was he had a couple good hits on that that would set the mood in the club too. You knew what time it was in the, in the club when that happened. You know what I mean? That was a great he, song. He was telling. Look at Jamie. See what it's doing to your shoulders. You see what I'm talking about? Hey, just, it's my favorite my favorite song of him I will never forget it and you're gonna crackle as soon as I say it Espy's when when he sang the song to Serena Williams oh. I want to be your tennis the ball tennis ball oh my god Boy, let me tell you I have watched that on, whenever I need a good laugh that's what I, that's my go-to whenever I'm having a shitty day I'm like you know what I need a good laugh that that is my go-to because that is it is it. I mean, it happened. I don't know seven years ago, well, seven eight a, years ago. It, it, it's a while ago. Oh, it happened. It happened. A, oh, shoot, I think it was. I think it happened a long. It was. No, 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 no. Let me no, see. Here, no, here's no, here's no, what no, I got. This is it right here, right? Can I get finger snaps, please? Finger snaps. Yes. We're gonna slow it down today. Give it up if you're having a good time here at the Espies. Give it up for yourselves. Give it up. This song goes out to Serena. Serena. Serena, I love you, Serena. I know you have someone that's that's that you're dating. I can't say. Oh yeah, there it right is. That, that's it, right? Oh, that's it. That is good right there. Let me, let me skip ahead a little bit. Here you go. <laughs> when he said it's Serena. Me up against the wall, <laughs> do it slower, do it fast. Can I fit inside your bag? 
some men want to be J-Lo's thong. Beyonce, C, and Jay-Z, ain't that wrong? <laughs> this don't look right, does it? I mean, just... I'm tired of that Ashanti song. Baby, can you put me on? Let me be your tennis ball. We can go 15 love, 30, 40 love. <laughs> I played this way too long. It's a great song, though, man. <laughs> he is one of the few guys that I know that can make a song... <laughs> About a tennis ball, right? And relate it, and it be it was it's it was so good. Too. It was hitting too, man. It was a good. Oh one. yeah, That's a I good remember one. for for a week, for not even a week, for like a month after that song came out, like like I jammed it in the car. <laughs> I be riding down, put the windows down on on the tennis highway. Ball. <laughs> Wanna be a tennis, but yeah, man. that's that. It's, that that's a that's what I remember of, of Jamie Foxx, man. How how are you doing? Yeah, man. How was the week? How's the week been Isn't on your it, side of the house, man? So kid wise, everybody's good, man. Everything's fine. Job wise, all good. Football wise, good. Baseball wise, good. Everything's been okay, man. I had a rough talk with my kids about everything that was happening in the news, and I, we won't go deep into it. You know what I'm saying? But just had a rough talk with with what I saw and what was going on. You know, I've never, I never kept quiet about, you know, this racial injustice that I see or what I, what I watch and what I look around the George Floyd trial going on. And in the midst of that, you got Dante Wright that was mistakenly shot by a cop who thought they had a taser. Um, you have a Lieutenant in the army who was maced in the face. Uh, doesn't even know why he was pulled over. Um, you know, kind of confusing. So, it, you know, it kind of sent me back a little bit, this weekend to kind of be like, what do I tell my kids? How is this going to work? You know what I mean? Um, because they all have phones, man. And I had to explain it to them. They all saw it. You know, you, right. you know how this thing goes. Once it hits viral, it, it's, it's everywhere. So we had that, those kind of talks with man. So it was kind of not a horrible weekend. I don't, I don't want to sit there and make it sound like we, you know, it was a down weekend in the sense, um, for as a family inside, I was kind of tore up about it. Um, you know, kind of messed up. Cause if you're a black man in a military uniform, it, it just seems like you're not, that doesn't even save you at all either. You know what I mean? You think you'd have some kind of mutual respect, um, especially when you're serving this country and, and it doesn't even seem like you can even be safe serving the country almost. And uh, for anybody, you know, we're probably gonna lose a lot of Virginia listeners, man. I, I lived in Delaware for, for many, many years. I was put over by the cops every single time I was in uniform in Virginia. Uh, we used to have to do uh, what they call was my cap runs. Uh, we had to go down and do these shipments and stuff like that back and forth from base to base when you're here stateside. And, you know, they, they, they pull you over just to pull you over, man, when you're in uniform. So when I saw that, I was like, Jesus. And then when I saw that, I'm like, okay, so it's wrong to be in uniform and then it's wrong to be black in a uniform. So it was one of those talks happened because each one of my kids came up like, Dad, have you seen this? And this is why I was totally against, I'm okay with phones, totally against social media when it comes to children. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it, man. But everything else was fine. I mean, it wasn't a horrible weekend. Son did good in baseball. He got a good hit. I mean, he, he oh, my God, he threw somebody out for the first time. That was pretty funny what? to watch. Yeah, that was pretty. He, he played second base, nice. man. Somebody tried to steal, and then they got caught by the catcher. We have an amazing catcher. This this kid, if he doesn't play in the major leagues, I'll be surprised. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's from, from, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. 
pitcher threw the ball, catcher caught it from the knee, slung it to second base. Slung it to second base. Wow. Kid had to stop in his tracks, and we caught him in a pickle. So we were going back and forth trying to get him, and finally they got him, man. It was pretty good, man. Nice. How's, how's your household? Good. How's wifey and, and baby girl? Yeah, you know, things are going well. Um, obviously, you know, equally as disappointed in what's going on yeah. um, right now because it's, it is something that's hard. I can only imagine conversations you're having with, 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 I can only imagine, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause your, your kids are much older than mine. You know, my daughter just turned five, my son's three. Um, but just, it's, it's crazy. It, it is. Man. It's crazy. And, and it's one of those things where there's, there's just a lot of fear, a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty. Um, you don't know. You don't know when you step outside the door if you're truly going to come back. Right, right. Yeah, and that's kind of where we are yeah. as a society right now. Uh, more others than 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 some. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why we need and, sports, and that's why we need music. That's why, if anybody ever wonders why we play music at the top of the hour when we're, when we're entered, you know, the one that I've said this a hundred times to you, George, when we talk, you know, there's two things that bring people together. It always is when times are rough like this is sports and music. When you have sports and music, it just kind of brings everybody kind of back together. Uh, does And, again, I'm not trying to hide any of the issues. I'm not trying to, um, you know, confuse anybody or distract anybody. Nothing like that. But it'll bring us back together a little bit to to talk about sports and, and music. And that's why we love doing it. And, and me and you are music heads anyway, so we, we love listening to music. So. Especially old school. Oh, yeah. Especially absolutely. old school. Absolutely. Old school music. I'm gonna have to play uh, some rock too, man. That's why I'm, I'm gonna have to put some rock music on your. Oh, I got some for I got some that for you. Too. I got I, I got, got requested. I got requested in the in yeah. the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to play a little <laughs> bit of rock too, which they're right, man. We'll, we'll do all that. We'll, we got all that kind of stuff, man. But bring it to me, man. What's the first thing? What's the on the lineup? What do we got going all right, on? So we're, we're gonna talk about my bucks here, man. We, yeah. we we signed another player. Yep. Yep. Giovanni Bernard running back from the Bengals recently which, got cut from there. Which means you guys have increased your prices on the streets for <laughs> for, I, for everything. For everything. What did they sign him for? What was the price tag? What was the final? It's 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 a minimal deal. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, I, I'm surprised. I would be shocked if he makes it through preseason, personally. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll make it through preseason and into the actual active roster because you think about it, they got Ronald Jones now. They got Leonard Fournette they signed. Yeah. Those are the two main guys. Now, the only reason why I think the signing does make any type of sense okay. is the Bucks still do not have a receiving running back on the roster. I agree. And this does fill a receiving Need for the Bucks. Giovanni Bernard did do that with the Bengals. Yes. That is what he's known for. That's why his um, stats were always padded in, in fantasy league, right? Oh, That's yeah, why. It, yeah, because they're always losing. So he's getting <laughs> he's getting catches. And if he's in a PPR league, there yeah. you go. Yeah, he goes up there. You're right. So that's the only thing that this makes sense. He's a third down back. He's a receiving mm-hmm. back. The Bucks desperately needed that. They tried Ronald Jones and Fournette last year. Did not work. Um, this seems to be the the fix for them as they continue to be in a win now kind of an environment 
What are your thoughts on the signing? Well, what, I, I don't, I don't think it makes sense either, man. I, I don't, to be honest with you, whatever happened to you guys getting James White? I thought that was on the menu. I thought he was he went back. He went back to the Patriots. It's yeah. one of those things where the Bucks call the Patriots. The Patriots call the Bucks, saying, "Listen, give me James yeah. White. You take Fournette back." Yeah. Okay, okay, and, we'll leave you alone. They both we'll went back. We'll leave you alone. Uh, everybody, yeah. we'll, we'll leave everybody alone. So Fournette, what did visit the Patriots? James White did visit the Bucks. Yeah, but instead they both went back to where they played in 2020. Think it was a bluff? You think James White was like, "I will go down there with Tom if you keep giving me this shit." I'm not kidding, man. You know they'll take me. (laughs) Well, and and vice versa. You know, Fournette was like, "I'm going to the Patriots. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell the Bucks out if they don't pay me. I'm gonna tell all the plays on defense. I'm gonna do all the. I'm gonna give them all the books, everything I got, man. But yet he signed for less money than he played for last year. So yeah, figure Lenny. You know, playoff Lenny will be back in a Buck uniform. So that's and again, you guys signed. I think you're the first team also in, in history to sign all 22 starters. You know what I'm saying? That's another freaking check mark in the books of records. The other thing I want to talk to you about in NFL before we we move on, I wanted to ask your opinion about something, man. So something I saw and read on on ESPN.com and it was reported. There's five NFL teams that will not, and I'm gonna say this again, will not report to team facilities next week to begin the voluntary off-season workouts. All right, there's five freaking teams. Can you name any of those teams? What do you think? <sighs> well, since you're bringing it up, and you know I'm a Tampa Bay fan, yes. I'm going to say the Bucks are definitely on the list. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. They're, def- they're definitely on that list. They do not. They are not going to be doing the voluntary workouts whatsoever. At all. Okay, who are the other ones? Other ones is Denver Broncos, the Seattle okay. Seahawks, the huh. Detroit Lions, and the New England Patriots are not going to be doing the workouts, which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> uh, that the New England Patriots, you know, I would think they would need extra practice. But okay, you know, they need to get something in. But these teams do not want to do it uh, whatsoever. And I'll read some of this stuff for you so you kind of get the picture of what's going on here. Uh, players from the NFL, from five NFL teams, will not report to the voluntary workouts this season. The Broncos, Seahawks, Tampa Bay Bucks on Tuesday announced their intentions to skip the workouts while the Detroit Lions and some of us from the New England Patriots uh, join them in making a decision on Wednesday. And I say some of us in quotations because there's, a, I guess, those are the starters saying they're not going to be at, at the voluntary workouts. <laughs> Uh, as we all know, April 19th, league-wide, uh, uh, their teams are allowed to test players and staff and commence. According to the memo that was sent on March 31st, players who are currently using the weight room at team facilities are being treated by club medical staff to be tested at minimum every other day. Testing means the COVID testing is what is going on. Um, and I, I basically line, I, I think that's what they're trying to avoid, if that makes any sense. Uh, yesterday okay. on, on Wednesday, players from the lines in the – in a statement released by the NFLPA, which is probably the Players Association, am I correct? Yep. Yep. It is the it is in everyone's best interest to play it safe again this season. After no acceptable resolution to our union's negotiations with the NFL over comprehensive COVID nineteen protocols. So basically, in a nutshell, they're not going over there to do any kind of workouts because of the COVID nineteen testing and the COVID nineteen protocols. They don't agree with them. They don't like them, or whatever the case may be. And then maybe I'm reading that wrong. What do you, What are you getting from that? No, th- that's exactly it. It's exactly yeah. it. They're not getting along as far as the testing, how often it needs to be, when they got to do it. I mean, it's it's one of those things where that's just they're not agreeing to it. So, you know, I, I think you got some marquee 
mm-hmm. type of teams that aren't showing up. You talking about the Broncos with John Elway, mm-hmm. right? Being the marquee guy, Brady, you know, obviously here with 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 Tampa, Seattle, right? Being who Seattle is to the NFL and how outspoken they've been about right. stuff, Russell Wilson out there. So these are some of the key marquee teams that are saying, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna show up. Um, you know, you wonder if that's all kind of for show. Maybe you think and, other teams. You think other teams uh, join them uh, today and tomorrow uh, as we get into the weekend here because the nineteenth is just around the corner. It's all Monday. It is. Um, I think you you will see a couple teams yeah. come out and, and and join now. Like oh well, Tampa did it and this team did it. Yeah, we'll we'll do it too. Yeah. We don't want to make the headline, but we want to join. Right. Right. It's, you know. It's that guy that joins fourth in line. Is he, was he really there? You don't know. You don't recall. Right, you never right. saw that guy. The first three, you're like, oh, yeah, I definitely saw them. Um, so I think it's one of those kind of situations. I agree with you, man. Because uh, on Tuesday, the Broncos, when they released uh, their statement, uh, they pretty much cited that the rising co- – and, and let me read this here for you. And you can find this on ESPN.com. Um, Bronco players cited rising COVID-19 positivity rates. Positivity rates? That's how it says yeah, positivity. Yep. Positivity rates in Denver and surrounding communities, as well as the lack of adequate protocols in place. So that's why they're not going to go. Which, yeah, but what's different than what happened during the season is what I, I, don't, I don't know. understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what happened during the season that's not the same now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because and, and one of the guys, Tyler Lockett, he had a good point. Um so he, he came out and said that um, it was easy to learn what the coaches were teaching them in a virtual setting last season as opposed to them doing it on the field. It's what he was trying to mm. sell everybody. He said, we went back into camp. Things were amazing. He said, everybody was flying around. You would have thought there were that we never missed a practice or we never missed an OTA. That's the beauty of it, that we're able to see that it's all mental. So for us, when we there went through go. the virtual experience, we had to be on our P's and Q's because we wanted to make sure that we all were we were all great when we got back together. And I think the NFL season just kind of showed that we were still on it. Some will say the Seahawks uh, didn't look as crisp as they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> but that's his that's what he's saying is basically don't have to be there to do it. You know what I mean? And I agree with Broncos, man. You know, if Denver is having, you know, rising COVID numbers, man. Why go back to the facilities? Why rush it? Why it's, risk it? Why, yeah. Yeah, why risk it? Why risk it? And it's a good point, man. I, I, your Bucks, um, I don't think they, I don't know. I think you, I think your team should be going to the facilities. I'll say this why? one. I'll say that. I knew you were going to say. Why? I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> you guys cannot be doing anything virtual whatsoever. Oh, of course. Of course not. You can't be. because No, no. And I say that because it. To me, last year, and, and I know what you're going to tell me, we went on 8-0 run, but to me, last year, you guys had trouble starting. You guys, mm. you clearly had trouble. The virtual did not work with you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, can, that's I the only reason. See. It's nothing to I take a shot to you guys. See. It's nothing to take a shot. It, just, it, looks, it looks better that when you guys work more together in physically, in person, in person yeah. It looks like you guys work better as a unit than you did with, hey, I'm going to go do this and that. Because this is Florida, man. Don't really want to sit there. You can sit through a virtual in, in Denver, Colorado, because it's cold as balls outside, and you don't want to go anywhere. You're not going to go anywhere in rainy Seattle. 
Right? This is freaking Florida weather. You know what I mean? Miami's three hours away. You want to get on a boat, baby. You want to get on a boat and throw Super Bowl trophies. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but I, don't, I think you guys need to get together and, and continue working some shit out because there would be nothing worse than to have a great Super Bowl run, 8-0 run, right? You guys went 8-0 to make that run. Mm-hmm. To come back and lose your first four fucking games, like that, that's not the fans are not going to be happy about that whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you definitely got a point. Definitely yeah. got a point. I, I do agree. Uh, but do you not think Brady's out there already <laughs> with a guy somewhere, some high school, you know, <laughs> some <at> Berkeley prep? <laughs> You don't think Tom's out here walking around other people's houses again? You don't think he's re- you know. redoing everything he did last year? <laughs> no, man, I don't. I don't think. I, I think he. I think he is going to go out there, but I don't think he has been out there. And you know, like you, the best thing that has Florida has going for him when it comes to athletes and playing in Florida is the sun. Mm-hmm. I've said that a thousand times. Like, if you could play here and do two a days, three days here, you could play freaking anywhere in the country. Yeah, you can. The, the heat is, and, and not to say that Texas doesn't feel the heat in California. It's just a different type of hot down here, man. <laughs> it's just a different type of hot down here. And, you know what I'm saying? When you play here and you work out in the sun, you know what I'm saying? And you can have that, you know, because you know I love wearing hats. So when you have that freaking mm-hmm. mark around your whole scalp, <laughs> in a, in a full 360 from where your hat was, that's the type of, that's the type of training that you need and, and, and help you guys. So you guys need to get together. These other teams, whatever. Nobody's really hoping for the Denver Broncos. Do you think your Dolphins show up? We, oh, yeah. We're going. Yeah. We, we, this, is, this isn't a fucking choice. We're going. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. I hope they do. because for, for all the reasons I just told you, man, we clearly didn't look fucking together in the first part of the season when we, you know, having COVID problems. Yeah, um, I, I'm kind of shocked about the Bucks because, you know, considering we are in Florida. Yeah. And it's a state that's known for not giving a whole lot of crap we, for. Nobody gives a for, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about the pandemic. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen a video? Have you ever seen a video about somebody not wearing their mask talking. in the state of Florida? Yes. Have you seen a video? <laughs> I've never no. seen a state of Florida no, video no where they're no like, one. wear your mask. Nobody. I haven't seen anybody. <laughs> I haven't seen a video. Besides on the clock. So whenever you see on the clock, we always tell you to please yeah, put on your please mask. Put your mask on, please, for God's sakes. Put your mask on. Because the rest of the country won't play football or any other sport if we don't freaking... <laughs> we can't host the entire country here. I mean, or hold the, the rest of the country hostage. Oh, I know. That's, At one point, <laughs> we wanted, what, the World Cup to be here. Like, we can't do these things. Okay, like, stop it. We cannot At have the Olympics here. Gonna start thinking, these, did, did Florida create COVID? At some, I'm telling you, at some point, we're going to be blamed for this shit. I'm telling you, at some point, somebody's like... COVID was invented in Florida. It was not in China. What's there's no way. There's no way. These guys have no rules down here. Everybody's still going to clubs. Everybody's still, if you look at these videos, everybody's still going to concerts. Yeah, so the other 49 states, right? they're all in lockdown. Meanwhile, I know. us here in, in Florida pretend like the pandemic doesn't even exist. doesn't even do anything. So these guys are not going to go. They're solely doing this because they're like, oh, wait a minute. We don't have to go? No, we're not going to go. I'm not going. I'm not going at all. You know what I mean? They're just jumping on the wagon. Yeah, yeah, because of COVID. Because of all this COVID stuff. This is... <laughs> like, this is all COVID. This, I can't do this. You know what I mean? They're just jumping in there. They don't want to be in the sun, but they need to be together. Y'all need to at least be in one book place inside. You need to be together because you guys play better when you're together 
knowing the person. I, I don't. I kind of don't like the virtual thing in the sense of, especially when you do volunteer. You're working out. I got to know who the new guy is. Yes, yeah, true. I got to feel his personality because you know as well as I know. Mm-hmm. Nothing breaks a team up faster than locker room issues. Yeah. Nothing goes spreads faster. Not even COVID spreads faster. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room issues, man. So I gotta I gotta know who's who's the nasty guy. I gotta know who the guy who doesn't care about me, who's not gonna work hard, who's doing bare minimum just to get the, the money and get out. I gotta find all that stuff. I can't find that out in a virtual setting on there's Zoom. No way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. We'll see, man. But that's that's what took in place. This is the one thing I do want to talk to you about your bugs. So let, let's let, let's be honest here. Let's be honest here. Oh boy. I don't think it's a secret. I don't think it's any is is Edelman coming to Tampa Bay? Do you think it happens? Because I'm gonna tell you what, man, it's not like you guys are it's not like it's far fetched that a guy goes retires and comes out of retirement to play with Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> seen this damn you story mean, over again. Did? Yeah, exactly. We're we've seen this before. So it's almost like Edelman, Gronk, and Brady won a conference call together. It right? had to be. And 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 Tom was like, All right, Edelman, how do we how do we get you to Tampa? Yeah. And then Gronk goes, I know. I've already done this. <laughs> Brady's like, what do you mean? Dude, just retire. Yeah. That's what <laughs> if you retire, they gotta let you go. I don't think the conversation went like that. I think it was more like, hey, Edelman calls up Tom. He's like, hey, let me call Gronk. We'll be on three way. I do believe that happened when they're on conference. But I think Edelman was like, look, man, I don't want to play for Bill, but I'm locked in here, man. I think this is this is retarded. What do I what should I do, Gronk? What do you? What's I'm in your great thoughts? Shape. I don't know, man. Last time I didn't want to play, I retired, bro. And then he's like, "Oh, <laughs> there's the idea." Because I don't think Gronk is that in depth to think about something like that. So, oh yeah, whoops, he's playing. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So. And then he smashes a beer in his head and drinks it, <laughs> and and with no shirt on and his yes. manscape and his manscape freaking <laughs> manscape tool. No man, I, I think Edelman. I, I don't know if he stays retired. He stays retired. I don't remember Edelman suffering major injuries. I know he's been injured before in his career. But yeah. I, I don't think it was anything that was uh, accumulated to his body. But again, short wide receiver. So, so I don't know. Here's here's so you make sense. Yeah. Okay. Here's why you make sense. Is the Patriots terminated the contract? Right, right. And they retired. So let's say hypothetically, in your scenario, if this is true, Edelman can come out of retirement at any point, anytime. Yep. And he's a free agent. He is not tied to the Patriots at all because he failed the physical, and the Patriots terminated the contract. Which, by the way, how does a wide receiver fail? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't, I, what's I don't the, know. I don't know. You figure it's a receiver. What's the what requirement? What's the requirement? I've always, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I've never understood how NFL athletes right. who are the most conditioned, right. weight trained human beings that exist in a sport, right? How do they fail? Of, now, I understand linemen. Uh, okay. I understand linemen failing the physical, defensive line guys. I still Those don't. Guys, I still don't. I get it. I don't. I don't believe well, that either. But okay. Well, because I think there's. I mean, like some teams have a have like a, a running and component where you have to run X amount of. You know, you have to run like a mile under oh, you know, nine minutes. Whatever. It is. No way. Are you oh, serious? I, oh, for sure. For sure. I, I've 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 read of teams having a conditioning. Assessment Who as far as the, the physical. 
Nine, you know, you know, you know what a fast mile is for what? the Olympics? Five minutes. Who the hell's making these receiver run nine minutes? You know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, and, and again, I could be off. Yeah, a man. few minutes here or there. This but is it's, this is a short game, man. To it. And this is <laughs> right. wait, I need you to sprint ten. Game. You yeah. just sprint game. ten twenty yards. Can you touch the cone? Good. Come back. We're done here. What what did he fail? You're good. Yeah. I, so I'm not sure how a receiver fails it to begin with. Right. Um. So. I don't know. I yeah. don't. I, I don't know. It I don't just know seems. It just seems Tom Brady esque. Do I have to it say does. It? Tom Brady mission? It does. Yeah, it just seems weird to me that Edelman goes in retirement. You have to sign a B back, right? It just it's all fishy to me, man. No, I, I listen. It's fishy to to me as well. Look, um, anybody hits free agency, I, I just automatically assume the, they're signing with the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> when Clowney was getting really, I was like, oh, Clowney's going to be with the Bucks." <laughs> you know? yeah, he's, like, going, he's going there. Yeah, I'm, I don't know at this point, but it wouldn't, do you think if, if let's say hypothetically, it does happen that way. Edelman did, does want to come down here to Tampa and throw trophies off of boats along with Tom Brady. <laughs> let's say he does want to do that. Right. Do, does he fit the offense? Yes, yeah, yes, that was, he's, it was the obvious one. I was just throwing yeah, it out there. I mean, he's he's that middle of the field, find the hole kind of guy. Scotty's yeah. going to stretch the field. Evans and, and Godwin are outside receivers that yeah. play outside the hash. Yeah. And now you got Edelman. You, you think about those guys are all clear out guys. Think yeah. about it, you, you and I have coached this long enough. You need guys that push the ball vertically. Yes. That, that can make defense fear you, but then you always need a guy that can just find a hole That's naturally it. and by himself. Right. Like you're not going to draw a play for him. Right, but this is a guy that it's third and two and gets three. Right, right, right. right. It's third and nine and finds what he gets ten. Yep, because yep. he just finds a gap. He's reliable. He's going to catch the ball most of the time. Him, him, and Brady have a an established relationship yep. already. Yeah. So that all makes sense. Oh, I, I agree. I think they do. the The other one that makes sense is the signing of uh, Clowney to Cleveland. That was yeah, pretty good. So that's, man. A, that's another one, and and, and you know. I think the Browns are so a couple of years ago when they went on this free agent uh, frenzy yeah. and signed, you know, they traded for Odell, they got Jarvis Landry, they got all these guys, right? And they build this, you know, the, the Browns are being hyped up as a Super Bowl contending team and they failed the expectation, yeah. right? So they came back down to earth last year and they made the playoffs, made the playoffs, won a playoff game and damn near got. To Chiefs to the breaking point. They they, they should have beat the, beat Chiefs. the Chiefs. It wasn't for that fumble yeah. that went out of bounds yep. on on a diving attempt to score a touchdown. Right. Yep. So, you know, have the Browns grown up because this is a very good signing for the Browns if they've grown up mentally. Mm. Before it was it was it was too early for them to be ready for success. Now they experienced them last year. They realized, hey, we can compete with the big boys. We got we can compete with the Browns, competed with the Bills, they competed with the Chiefs. Now they bring Clowney in. Now they got Garrett on one side, Clown on the other. They got Denzel Ward that's still out there. They got uh, Grady Williams. And it, and it should accommodate there. each other, right? You you would think. Right. All these pieces seem to to fit. Fit. Yeah. Does Clowney make an impact for the Browns for you? What are your thoughts? I hope he does, man. I mean, if he stays, if he stays healthy, you know, he, watching him and 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 JJ Watt, you know, what I'm saying that 
when he was playing for the Texans. That was nice to watch. He, you could see that he needs a uh, a Batman to his Robin type deal. You know what I mean? He can't do it solely on himself. No guy can in the NFL, but um, he did fine when he played for the Seahawks. He was he was terrorizing. You know, I think he was happy to be in that division a little bit. Um, maybe you know playing Aaron Donald twice a, <laughs> twice a year did it to him. I don't know, but. It was it was good to see him look a little bit rejuvenated. So if he can play healthy, I think this is a, a, a I think this is a good defensive line that we're looking at here. Because like you said, the Cleveland Brown have been knocking at the door, and we've yeah. said we said it numerous times on this podcast. We said a hundred times when Cam Newton was looking for a home, you know, as a quarterback, that's probably the ideal place to go because you had all these weapons. They are one guy short. You know what I mean? It, it put it like this: if if Trevor Lawrence was in year two of the NFL, and he played for Cleveland Browns, I, I would say they're Super Bowl contenders. Does that make sense? Because yeah. they have a gunslinger like that. Baker needs to get his shit together. Baker now, needs to have credit, a phenomenal year. Credit to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Before they drafted Mayfield, yeah, they had 10 years, 10 years, bro, where their first-round pick was now on the roster two years later. I know, man. 10 years and now, And now think about this. The only quarterback remaining on the original roster in a draft from the last five years is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and that contest, that's, that's, when Baker was coming out, I really liked how Baker was playing in college, and I liked how he was coming out. Little, little, I, I always thought he needed a quarterback Very. coach, like a mentor. Yeah, he did, man. He really, really yeah. did. Um, but he, he's got to have a phenomenal season, and I say that with – with with the quarterback shuffle that happened this year, mm-hmm. if Baker doesn't have an and I'm not saying awesome and maybe maybe let's put a little too if Baker doesn't get that team to eleven and five twelve and four, start looking for another quarterback. Well, and they're in a division that is winnable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're in a they're in a very favorable. It's it's tough. I mean, you you still got you still got don't they play? Um, I think they got play the Steelers twice. Yeah, but you figure the, the so the, the Steelers, yes, but Big uh, Ben's getting older. Yeah, they don't have a running game. Yeah, right. They they, they have issues. Yeah, Juju, Juju's like, not going to get a hundred yards. Yeah, right. So I mean, this is a team that was seven and zero and then fell off the face of the planet. Yes, which you by the way you barely called. made the playoffs. Yeah. Right. So they got the Ravens, who you never know what you're going to get with the Ravens. Is Lamar Jackson going to progress as a thrower? We know what he can yeah. do, run the ball, right? Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins has become the main guy there yeah. now with Mark Mark Ingram getting released. And then you got the Bengals. And 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 who knows what the Bengals are going to look like because Joe Burrow is coming back from that ACL. Does he come back this year? Who knows? If he doesn't, they're going to be a bottom feeder team there as well. So you think about the Browns are probably in that, in that you know, division title conversation. I agree. If they can if – they, if Baker can – be a top 10 quarterback more consistently than he's a bottom 15 quarterback. His issue last year was there's times where he threw three, three touchdowns, 300 yards. Mm-hmm. And there's other games where he threw four picks and he looked like he was lost. He looked like a rookie. He looked like he had no idea what the game plan was. He no clue what, what was going on, man. So I, I think he needs to get his, he got to get an act together. He's got to have a good year. And I'm not talking about put up 500 yards of passing in each game and seven touches. I'm talking about control the ball, control the clock, don't make too many mistakes. He's got to end the year with with six interceptions. He's got to end the end the year with over 
maybe 3,000 passing yards and two touchdowns a game, and the defense will do the rest. You know what I'm saying? But he's, he's got to do his part because he turns the ball over at the worst possible times. And that's and, it. God. He, has, he has a version of Jameis Winston. Right. Right. He has his version of James Winston where he turns the ball over at the right when you're getting that momentum, yeah. right when you're going to put, you know, in, in football, we use this term a lot. You put your foot down someone's throat yeah. when they're down and he, boom, there's, there's a turn. Yeah. We're like, ah, oh. you got, you got to close it out. You got to learn how to close them out, man, because you and get that's, a, And that's contagious. Oh yeah. Hey. As, as much as success is contagious. So is that mentality. And you saw it come up when they played the chiefs where the receiver fumbled the ball out of bounds. Yeah, because of that, that that environment that's there of what are we ever going to just win a game easily? Is it ever going to be clean? Right from beginning to end with Baker throwing the ball, you're like, I don't know. It depends on who shows up. Right, and I agree. I, it depends on who shows up. You hit around the head. Hopefully, he gets his act together, man. Because having Clowney is going to be uh, great. Because like you hit, you tapped on Ben's getting old. Lamar, in my opinion, the Ravens have done nothing to give him any other weapons. And I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised Lamar Jackson leaves in the next three years from the Baltimore Ravens if they have not helped him whatsoever. Once he gets out of his rookie contract, they might offer him a whole bunch of money, but we'll see. Um, I just don't – if you don't give him what he wants, man, in the sense of weapons, I don't think he's happy, man. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine, imagine if you had like Aaron Rodgers playing for the Cleveland Browns with those weapons. There's no way, man. Rogers making magic with what he has. He only has two guys. You know what I mean? One, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Yeah. That's now, it. now his running back is gone. Now, um, or no, the running back's still there, right? Running back's still there. So. Yeah, he he resigned. So he he only has two guys, one receiver. Yeah. Yeah, that's because Aaron Aaron Rodgers calls him. Please don't leave me. Please don't. Leave Bro, me. I, wouldn't you though? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I, I mean, I would. Yeah, I would for sure. Oh, well, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll, we'll see how it goes. NBA news, man. What's going on in the NBA, bro? Well, it, it seems to be, you know, it's it, the NBA, it's going to be a tight finish here towards the end. Y- your Heat right now are, are battling to stay in the playoff conversation right now. They're, they're currently six seed with 20 and 26. Uh, I'm going to run down for you here the top 18s right now in the yeah. East. We'll go through the West. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about them here. We got the 76ers, who right now are the one seed. Mm. The Nets are the two. Milwaukee Bucks are the three. Those guys are clear head above everybody else. From four to, I don't know, like nine, ten, it's, it's, a, little, it's, a, little, it's a little foggy. Not going to lie. Um, you got Atlanta, Boston, your Heat, our, our guy Kevin Knox, his Knicks. You got Charlotte. Indiana and the Bulls all within yeah. four or five games of each other. So it, it can take a swing either way. You lose a couple games in a row and you can be on the outside looking in. You win a couple games, you could be, you know, making your way into the playoffs. That's and just how none of those guys, be. none of those guys scare me whatsoever. None of those teams scare me. I'm a Miami Heat fan. None of those guys scare me whatsoever going for. I, I, I got to have the pleasure of speaking to a man who works for big ass fans? It was <laughs> he's gonna install him where I work at, which is pretty cool. He was wearing a Kentucky mask, and uh, oh, dope. Yeah, he, lo- <laughs> I know, right? He loves Kentucky. Um, and we talked about Hero. 
We talked about Pat Riley. He went mm. in-depth. I would love to talk to him more about basketball. But he's a Miami Heat fan, and he hit it right on the head. He goes, all we got to do is get in, get, uh, get inside the show. We just got to get to the show, get to the dance, and we'll be just fine. Because for whatever reason, the season become, is long, and then you have to deal with the Miami Heat, who are a swarm of annoying gnats playing basketball because they play old school basketball in the sense like they do not let up. Right. If you're not blowing them out in that first quarter, they're not it's it's a by the time the fourth quarter comes, if you're not leading by 20, they are they are not going to give up. So I none of but nobody in the east scares me. What about the west though? How how's the west sit? So when you look at the west, again, Utah Jazz have been the, the leading team here along with the Phoenix Suns. They're clear-cut above the rest. You got the Clippers at the three, the Denver Nuggets at the four. And then and we're going to talk a little about here about the Lakers here at five. They, they've gone six and four here in the last ten games. They seem to be floating here, treading water. I know we talked about this on a couple yep. couple different podcasts, uh, you know, about the Lakers needing to just play 500 basketball here until AD LeBron kind of gets back and they seem to be doing just that. You got the Portland Trailblazers at six. You got the, the, the Dallas Mavericks at seven Memphis Grizzlies at, at eight, but you know, right now in the West, it seems to be from that six C down yeah. um, a couple teams, you know, you even got the Golden State Warriors trying to find their way into the playoffs right now as well. Do the Lakers, you know, right now they're the fifth seed. So if everything ended the way it is today, they played the Nuggets in the first round. Do they even stand a chance? Listen, man, if AD and LeBron are not playing that game, they get swept first round. If they're not in that series, they get swept. Now, I think I'm I'm completely convinced that LeBron and AD will be back. Um, I think right before the playoffs starts to kind of get, you know, the, the juices going again, get their legs back underneath them. Uh, but bro, if, if, if AD or, or why well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go on a limb here. If they only have AD and no LeBron, they don't make it out of the first round. See, I disagree because with, with Murray going down the ACL injury, uh-huh. I think that pretty much locks the Lakers beating the Nuggets in that first round. <sighs> when you lose a guy like that, I mean, th- that is your superstar on that team. But who's the superstar in the Lakers about AD and, and LeBron? Name somebody else that plays for the Nuggets. Yeah, and then there's that. You got me. Okay. You got me. You got me. It becomes it becomes a battle of two teams that are five hundred. And, and I think the Lakers are just better coached. Okay. And, and and they've been playing already without their star for so long that they're used to it. Mm. Where the Nuggets have to find a way right now. Yeah. They have to find a way to how do we continue to compete with our superstar going down now, knowing that he's not coming back. Right. He is done for the year where at least, you know, LeBron AD, there's still hope that they're going to eventually come back. So you're grinding it out saying, man, we just got to hold on till he gets here. We just got to hold on till he gets here. The Nuggets is, what are we going to do? Right. Where are we going to get thirty points from? Who, I mean, somebody, somebody's got to step up. You're right, but I, then if that's the case, who who's potentially the Lakers going to play second round if they can get past the Nuggets? Who's a be the Clippers? Hmm. You you would see a, a three six you know three six type of you know. Well, that, who does, who does the Clippers play first round? Uh, they would play the six seats right now. The way the way it's it's kind of looking right now. You're looking at. 
somewhere between maybe the the Dallas Mavericks mm. are are floating right there with that with that six seed. San Antonio Spurs are, are up there in that seven, yeah, seven eight seed potentially as well. So it could be yeah. it could be any of those. You figure the Clippers are going to win that that game. The Lakers win their game. You can see a three right. a three versus six kind of match up there. Hmm. And that's in, in that situation there. But I think I think if that happens, then I think you see AD and LeBron come back. Bro, th- I mean, I again, I don't think I think AD and LeBron come back kind of let's say two and a half weeks before the playoffs, right? Cuz when do the playoffs yeah. start? What, May, June? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll they'll be they'll be back around that time and they'll they'll get their feet wet again and, and you know, whether they lose or win, whatever. But they'll be in there to help the playoff team. But if one of them don't play, well, if LeBron's not playing, the Lakers are going to struggle. Flat out. Because Brooklyn Nets don't scare me at all. If they have to meet up with the Brooklyn I'm not scared. My Heat, we're not scared of Brooklyn Nets. I saw the 76ers pound on them last night. I am not scared of the Brooklyn Nets whatsoever in any yeah. fashion or form or whatever they got going on at all. Um but we'll see, man. I, it's gonna be. It's gonna definitely be interesting because there's been a lot of little flare-ups from the Lakers being upset. You know, little, uh, you know, tempers being thrown a little bit during games. I don't know if you saw, man. Guys getting flipped over and stuff. So you can I see didn't. the frustration, and the pressure starting to build a little bit. And and the only thing I hope that doesn't happen is LeBron comes back too early. Right. Oh right. God, I hate. I hate. I hate when they do that. And I know they're trying to do the right thing. And. You know, they got to try to save the season and blah, blah, blah. But that's the pressure that they want to put on you. Right. For you to do something for them. And then when it totally goes wrong, they're going to fucking abandon you, man. And, 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 and you know, the media's going to gonna go ham. <sighs> you imagine you if LeBron comes back too early, gets re-injured, and then <laughs> you know, they're going to blame him for the losing the playoffs. All kind of like, get the hell out of here. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. The go conversation comes back again. Right, right, right. And it's like, here we go. Here right. we go again. Hey, I agree. Because there's no way LeBron's not, you know, I know he's doing his 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 treatments, his, you know, the regimen or whatever, and he's got a basketball hoop at home. So trust me when I tell you, he's already taking shots and shooting and yeah. doing all kinds of stuff to get better. He he He's not losing a step at all. You know, he, he might not practice on Taco Tuesday night, but he's... <laughs> <laughs> So, George, that is all the time we got, man. I really appreciate everything you do. Uh, and like I said, we were talking about earlier, the very beginning of the podcast, you got to have those difficulty conversations with your kids about what's going on. Have those conversations. I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's it's kind of uh, bringing people down, but you got to have those conversations with your kids. Wear a mask. Be careful. Be nice to each other. And, George, I'll see you again, man. Absolutely. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit subscribe follow that we can notify when new shows come out join the debate on facebook join our facebook group at on the clock sports talk visit our website otc sports talk.com until next time you're on the clock